Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Sa lahat din na nakipanalangin ho sa atin sa ating Daniel Fast, maraming salamat din po sa inyo mga kapatid. Hindi po natin magagawa ito kung hindi dahil sa presensya ng ating Panginoon. We are successful by the grace of God, not because of our own strength, but because of God na sumuporta ho sa atin. Ano mga kapatid, ang success pag walang Diyos, hindi sustainable. Pero ang success pag nando ng Diyos, may sustainability. So ayun yung tinatawag ng Joshua 1.8 na good success. Yan ang prayer ko sa inyo, magkaroon kayo ng good success. Yung success na hindi lang pang isang buwan, hindi lang pang three months, kundi sustainable blessings and success, I declare, na mangyari sa inyong buhay. Receive it in Jesus' name. Are you ready for the word, mga kapatid? Nasa pangatlong linggo tayo ng ating series called Seven Ways to Die. Pinag-uusapan ho natin sa Seven Ways to Die ay yung seven deadly or seven capital sins. At kasama ho rito yung pride and anger sa week one. Last week is about gluttony. And this week, mga kapatid, I'm sure ibibless tayo ng ating Panginoon. You just have to pay attention and I believe this will set you free. Are you ready for the word, mga kapatid? Sige po, kung kayo po may Biblia, let's open up our Bibles kay glowing yan to Romans chapter 7, verse 15 to 25. Romans 7, 15 to 25. Sabi rito, for, sabi ni Paul, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Nararanasan niyo ba yun mga kapatid? Kung ano yung ayaw niyo, yun yung nagagawa niyo. Kung ano yung kasalanan, alam natin kasalanan, yun yung nagagawa natin. At kung alam natin tama, yun yung hindi natin nagagawa. Well, we are in good company kasi si Paul din is struggling with the same sin. Sabi ng verse 20, Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Verse 23, and next 23, But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with my mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. I want to talk to you about on this subject, dealing with sexual temptations. Dealing with sexual temptations. Wow, sobrang tahimik sa 3 p.m. service. Di ko alam, binanggit ko lang yung title, we become so quiet. <laughs> dealing with sexual temptations. How many among you wants to overcome, amen, sexual temptations in our lives? Amen, walang gustong umamin, but I believe all of us wants to overcome sexual temptation. Ang tukso, ang temptation is not a sin. Ang, kasala- ang tukso, hindi kasalanan, but what we will do or how we respond to temptation will determine if it is a sin or not. I say that again. Temptation is not a sin. But what is your response to temptation will determine if it is a sin or not. The thing about temptation is that we can be tempted about almost about everything. Halos lahat pwede tayong matempt. We can be tempted socially. We can be tempted in alcohol. We can be tempted in cigarettes. We can be tempted in overspending. We can be tempted in overeating. We can be tempted in ab, um, uh, substance abuse. We can be tempted in drugs. We can be tempted in lust or sexual temptations. Ang nakakalungkot mga kapatid today, ang pornographic materials o ang pornography uh, videos, pornographic movies, you can access it with ease. Napakadali nating may access ang pornography in this day. Hindi mo na kailangan lumabas ng Facebook para ma-trigger yung lust o pagnanasa sa ating katawan. I, I don't know if you will agree with me. Ang mga music natin, maraming sexually explicit music. 
Ang extramarital relationship, pinopromote ng TV shows. Ang extramarital relationship, pinopromote ng mga movies natin. Temptations are everywhere. Kahit saan ka tumingin, may temptation. Pumunta ka sa EDSA, may billboard, may temptation. Tumingin ka sa church, may temptation. Kahit nga mismo sa, sa neighborhood natin, there have been a lot of temptations all around us. And the easiest access might, might be is the access of pornography. Na in our days ngayon, hindi na lang lalaki ang naaadik sa pornography. Even women are now addicted, or at least some of them are addicted to pornography. Pornography, it's so quiet in here. Pornography is a billion-dollar industry. Sobrang daming ginagalsos when it comes to pornography. And pornography dominates our day. You'll be shocked to know that almost 70% ng Christian men are watching pornography. 70%, bless you. 70%. 68% mga kapatid na mga... Oh, sige, let's, let's, let's uh, wait. <laughs> Amen? 60 is okay, it's fine, it's fine. Bata yan, of course, may iyak. 68% mga kapatid, 68% na mga Kristiyanong lalaki admitted that they are watching pornography. 30% of Christian women admitted that they are watching pornography. It's a huge issue. This must be a big deal. Kaya nga sabi ng Roman 7 sa binabasa natin, sabi ni Paul, nagtataka rin niya ako eh. Kung ano yung alam kong mali, yun yung ginagawa ko. At kung ano yung alam kong tama, yun yung hindi ko ginagawa. Conclusion at definition, mga kapatid, na hindi porki na kay Kristo tayo ay exempted tayo sa tukso. Coming to Christ does not mean absence of temptation. Hindi porki na kay Kristo ay wala ng tukso. In fact, kapag ikaw ay na kay Kristo na, para kang nag-declare ng war against the temptation that is already there. Ibig sabihin, hanggat may laman ka pa, hanggat tao ka pa, matutukso ka. To be human means to be tempted. As long as tao pa tayo, matutukso at matutukso tayo. If Jesus, even Jesus was tempted, there is no level of anointing that will exempt us and will give us immunity into temptation. I will clarify that. Kung si Jesus nga mga kapatid, tinukso, ibig sabihin tayo walang level ng anointing kahit anointed tayo. Hindi tayo immune sa temptation. In fact, habang dinideserve natin na mapalapit tayo ng mapalapit sa ating Panginoon, si Satan din naman gumagawa ng paraan para tayong lahat ay tuksuhin ng tuksuhin. Ang reality ng buhay, you will be tempted because you are in your flesh. You will be tempted because you are human. At sa mga pagkakataong iniisip natin na sa area na ito malaya na tayo, magigising na lang tayo isang araw, magugulat tayo, dun uli tayo babagsak sa issue na ito. Bakit? Sometimes, godly people do ungodly things. Sometimes, even the godly people will do ungodly things. Amen. There are things, I believe, theory ko to, there are things in our life that we will struggle for the rest of our lives. May mga bagay sa buhay natin na mamamatay pa lang, na, na tayo, struggle pa rin natin. Especially in the area of our sexuality. Sex is a good thing. Sexuality, ang hirap pag-usapan sa church because it's a sensitive discussion. Pinasama ni Satan ang image ng sex which is supposed to be, supposed to be a good gift from God. Sexuality, mga kapatid, is a sensitive discussion na ang nakakalungkot ang mga church iniiwasan ang subject ng sex. Pero ang Bible is so vocal about sex. Our sexuality has gone so crazy in our day and age sa panahon natin ngayon. At even yung mga pulpits and churches hindi mag-unite kung ano ba talaga ang stand natin when it comes to sexuality. Bakit? In reality, pag sinaliksik mo kahit ang simbahan, ang truth, mga kapatid, is that we are in Christ when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, nung tinanggap mo si Kristo bilang Panginoon at tagapagligtas ng iyong buhay, ikaw ay na kay Kristo na. There has been a change of position. You are now in Christ. Nung binata ako, nung October 10, binata pa ako, October 11, 2012, ikinasal ako, nagbago yung status. Sa resume, ang sinusulat ko sa status, single, pero nung October 11, 2012, nagbago, naging married. May pagbabago ng status. Pero hindi porke nagbago yung status, yung ugali, sumusunod. 
Kaya mabugulat ka maraming mag-asawa naghihiwalay kasi yung asawa nila matagal na silang kasal, buhay binata pa din. Matagal na silang kasal, buhay dalaga pa din. Bakit? Yung status nagbago pero yung ugali hindi agad sumunod. Sa bagiging kristyano, kaya tayo na po-prostrate, kaya na-feel nating nakokondem tayo, is simply because may change of status nung tinanggap natin si Kristo, pero minsan yung ugali natin hindi agad sumusunod. Hindi ka kagad parang, parang hindi mo feel na parang banal ka. In other words, mga kapatid, merong change ng position, we are in Christ, but sometimes our position doesn't match our practice. Iba yung ginagawa natin sa dapat ginagawa natin. Kaya nga, sabi ni Paul sa 1 Corinthians chapter 6, look up the screen, ang sabi rito, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Hindi ba ninyo na-realize, sabi ni Paul dito, na ang mga wicked, ang Greek dito is wicked, ang mga wicked people will not inherit the kingdom of God? Ano-ano ito? Don't fool yourselves. Huwag niyo dayain ang sarili niyo. Those who indulge in sexual sin or those who have, who have worship idols, those who commit adultery, those who are male prostitutes, those who practice homosexuality, those who are thieves, greedy people, drunkards, abusive, cheat people, look at this, none of these things, none of these people will inherit the kingdom of God. Pag binabasa ito ng mga churches and Christians, parang paglabasa natin to, well, there's no hope for me. So mag-iindulge na ako sa kasalanan kasi wala na pala akong pag-asa to inherit the kingdom of God. Kasi ang sabi ng scripture, klaruin ko lang, ang sabi niya, hindi ba nyo nare-realize na yung gumagawa ng masama, hindi mag-i-inherit ng buhay na walang hanggan, ng kingdom ng Panginoon, I should say, na yung lahat ng nag-i-indulge sa sin, nagkukumit ng adultery, lahat ng nag-worship ng mga idols, those homosexuals and thieves and greedy people and drunkards, abusive, all of this will not inherit the kingdom of God, we felt hopeless. Kasi wala na pala akong pag-asa. But I want you to read again. That's why it's important that you read the Bible slow. Look at the screen again. Let's go back to that last verse. Ang sabi sa last part, none of this will inherit, sabi nyo inherit. None of this will inherit the kingdom. Listen, it, it does not say none of this will enter. It says inherit. Do you agree? It doesn't say na kapag nakumit mo to in the past, eh wala ka ng pag-asa at all. You may still enter by the grace of God, but you will not inherit. Are you following me? Because every Christian has an inheritance. Lahat tayo may pamana mula sa Diyos. Ibig sabihin, nung tinanggap mo si Kristo bilang Panginoon at tagapagligtas, hindi lang kaligtasan ang natanggap mo. May kasamang inheritance, may blessings, may mercy, may grace ang Panginoon. At sabi ni Paul, kapag ginagawa natin at namumuhay tayo into sin, hindi natin nakukuha yung inheritance na si supposedly for us. Wow. Ibig sabihin, you can be a Christian and have no inheritance. Ibig sabihin, many Christians nowadays are jeopardizing their inheritance. Dini jeopardize natin kasi hindi natin alam ang purpose ng Panginoon in our life. If you know who you are, you will discover who God is. If you know who you are, you will change the way you live. Kung mahilig kayo mag-swimming, I hope you do. Alam mo, ang mga tao nag-swimming, pag nakasando ka, nakashort ka, madaling tumalun sa dagat at sa swimming pool, kasi nakapang-swimming attire ka na eh. eh. Pero for the sake of this argument, yung suot mo ba ngayon, kung nag-swimming yan na yun? Most probably not. Hindi ka mag-swimming na naka-long sleeve. Hindi ka mag-swimming siguro na naka-pantalo na maong na naka-rubber shoes. Hindi ka siguro mag-swimming na naka-makeup, right? Oh, sa kapunta? Makeup lang ako, swimming ako eh. Wow. What a logic. Bakit? ba? Meron tayong tinatawag na swimming attire. Pero for the sake of this argument, say for example, kinasal ka. At kinasal ka sa isang beach wedding. So nakagown ka, white na white, pinagkagastusan mo ba? 100,000 gown. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isandaang libo gown mo pa lang, puting-puti, bagong-bago. And after the wedding, sabi ng groom mo, talon tayo sa dagat. Malama magdalawang isip ka, bakit? Alam mo, puting-puti eh madudumihan. Alam mo, mahal eh, masisira. Kung alam mo lang kapatid kung gano'ng kakahalaga, na ikaw ay puting-puti, na ikaw ay mahal, hindi ka basta-basta tatalon sa kahit anong tubig. Pero minsan, kaya tayo tumatalon sa tubig, 
Kasi akala natin, nakasando lang tayo. No, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are valued, you are appreciated, you are created by God Himself. Ibig sabihin, kailangan ma-realize mo, mahalaga ka, at hindi ka basta-basta dapat pumapatol sa kung kanikanino lang, if you know who you are. You should know your value. You should know who you are. Mahal ka eh. Pero hindi porke sinabi nilang mahal ka nila, eh maniniwala ka na. Don't jeopardize your inheritance. Ang ganda ng plano ng Panginoon sa atin, if you know the purpose of our body, our body is meant to be taken care of. If you know the purpose, and you know, the, real, the, the real thing is this, if the purpose is unclear, abuse is inevitable. Kung hindi malinaw ang purpose, aabusuhin mo eh. If you, know the, you don't know the purpose of your body, you will abuse this body. Ang electricity, ang kuryente, is helpful and powerful. But use it the wrong way, it can be deadly. Are you following me? And abusing God's gift of sex, doing it, not the, ro- the, the, doing it the wrong way, doing it not the right time, will lead to various consequences. Abortion, rape, poverty, single parenthood, many things can happen if we not do this the right way. In other words, may purpose ang Panginoon. Kung kayo po'y mag-asawa, may purpose ang Panginoon kung bakit kayo may relationship ng inyong asawa. And you have to discover the purpose of it. Na ang purpose ng Panginoon is not just for you to take or give. But the purpose of the, of the Lord in our relationship is for you to receive what He has to offer and receive what, what your relationship can become. There's a bright future for your relationship. Amen. Ako ang declare ko sa lahat ng mga mag-asawa dito, mga kapatid, lahat kayo maranasan ninyo ang fullness of God's blessing sa mga relationship natin. Amen? But Satan wants the other way. Kung ang gusto ng Panginoon sa'yo maganda, ang plano ng sa'yo ng Panginoon maganda, ang plano ni Satan sa'yo sirain ka. Kaya kanya tinutokso. Okay, listen to me. I want you to see the difference. Tinutokso tayo ni Satan, hindi lang para magkasala tayo. Tinutokso tayo ni Satan para mamuhay tayo sa kasalanan. There's a difference. Tinutokso ka ni Satan, hindi lang para makumit mo yung kasalanan one time. Tinutokso tayo ng nakaaway kasi gusto niya maging komportable ka sa lifestyle of sin. Kasi once naging comfortable tayo sa lifestyle of sin, there's no way out. Ang temptation, ang ugat niyan, gusto ni Satan lumubog ka sa kasalanan. And every temptation, nakapiling lahat yan. Hindi ka tutokso sa isang bagay na hindi apiling. Kung hindi ka mahilig sa chocolate, hindi ka bibigyan ng chocolate. Madali lang sa i-resist yan. Kung hindi mo kahinaan ng babae o lalaki, hindi, hindi bibigay sa iyan. Pero alam mo kapatid, kung ano ang kahinaan natin, yun talaga ang paulit-ulit na dumarating. Kung kahinaan mo babae, parang lahat ng babae sa buong mundo, nagpuntahan na sa'yo. Amen. Bakit? Alam ni Satan kung anong kahinaan natin. Alam ni Satan kung saan tayo aatakihin. Do you agree mga kapatid? But the big question is this, the big question is this, bakit nga ba tayo tinutokso ng kaaway? Number one, ang simple sagot dyan, kasi kaya ka tinutokso ng kaaway, kasi kaaway ka na niya. So kapag walang tukso sa buhay mo, matakot ka. Ibig sabihin, pag walang tukso, kakampi ka. Ba't kanya tutoksoin kung kakampi ka na niya? Right? It's, it's illogical. Pero the second answer is this, kaya may temptation sa buhay natin, mga kapatid, simply because, listen to me, eye to eye, eye to eye, listen to me, kaya ka tinutokso ng kaaway kasi gifted ka. Gifted ka. You got a lot of gift in your life. And Satan doesn't want na yung gift mo, ma-practice mo, advancing the kingdom of God. So, gagawin ni Satan, ititem ka niya para yung gift mo mawala, masira. Uh, for example, pati sa, sa trabaho natin, for example. Alam mo, pagka, let's say, kunwari, opisina mo nasa ilalim ng hagdan. Yung mga, <laughs> alam mo, yung gilid-gilid ka lang sa opisina. Yung, alam mo, kahit umabsent ka na isang taon, hindi ba papansin ng kumpanya? Diba, parang, parang iniisip mo kahit anong gawin ko dito, wala namang epekto sa kumpanya. Right? So, I can do whatever I want. And then you start to do whatever you want. Pero nung, nung tumatagal ka na sa kumpanya, na-discover ng boss mo, may gift ka pala. May talent ka pala. Meron ka palang bright future. So, pinopromote ka ng pinopromote ng pinopromote. At habang lumalaki yung influence, yung kasalanan, lumalaki din. Kasi paulit-ulit mo ginagawa eh. Naging lifestyle siya ng buhay mo. Kasi naititem ka ng inaititem. Na, nagigess yung sinasabi ko mga kapatid. Ngayon, nung naging manager ka na, simpleng kasalanan, may value na. May epekto na kagad, hindi lang sa buong kampanya. 
kaya magugulat kayo kung kailan pastor na, kung kailan bishop na, kung kailan malaki na at marami ng member, dun i-expose ni Satan yung kasalanan. Bakit? The lifestyle of sin will ruin the gift. Ang gustong mangyari ni Satanas, yung lifestyle natin ng pagkakasala, yun mismo ang sumira ng ating giftings. Kaya ka tinitempt ni Satan, ayaw niyang ma-exercise mo yung gift na meron ka. Gusto ni Satan, bumaba ka lang, ibagsak ka lang, idiin ka lang, at papakitaan niya tayo ng mga mukhang magagandang bagay that, that eventually will not satisfy our needs. Nasabi ng 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3 to 5, God's will for you, look, is to be holy. You want the Greek word? God's will for you is to be pure. That's the Greek word. God, God's will for you is to be holy, so stay away. Look at this. From all sexual sin. Is that clear enough? Kailangan ko pa po bang i-verify? Nasabi ng Panginoon, ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa iyo maging pure. Ibig sabihin, you have pure thoughts, you have pure hearts, you have pure actions. Yan ang kalooban ng Panginoon. You, you can't look at me. Look at me. Amen. Alam mo, pag iniiwasan natin, hindi natin ma-address. We have to talk about this right now. Uh, you want to overcome? You want to succeed? Oh, don't avoid it. Receive it. Okay? God's will for you is for you to be holy. Pure. Ah, pastor, virgin pa ako. So pure ako. No, my friend, I beg to disagree. Virginity is not purity. Maraming virgin, pero hindi pure ang isip. Right? It's not, it's, it's not the basis of it. Amen? Ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa iyo, hindi ka lang maging virgin. And thank God for your virginity. And you should be proud of it. Right? But God's will for us is not for us just to be virgin, but to be pure. Amen? And look at this. Stay away. Listen, it doesn't say endure. Hindi sinabi ng Panginoon sa atin, pagtiisan mo yung sexual sin. No. Ang sabi, takbuhan mo. <laughs> Ang mali natin ganito. Yung problema na dapat tinitiis, yun yung tinatakbuhan. Tas yung tukso na dapat tinatakbuhan, yun yung tinitiis. Baliktad tayo eh. Right? Is this making sense? Sino sa inyo may problema? Gusto yung takbuhan, right? Eh sabi ng Lord, wag mong takbuhan, endure mo. Yun yung sabi ng Bible eh. Tapos yung tukso, kung ano yung pinapatakbuhan, yun yung ini-endure natin. Kaya ko yan, kaya ko yan. Malakas ako. Malakas ako, malakas ako. Eh sabi ng Lord, stay away. Just like what Joseph did, he ran away. Sabi ng Lord, ang kalooban ng Diyos sa iyo, maging pure ka, so stay away from sexual sin. Everybody read verse 4. Then each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion like the pagans who do not know God and His ways. Kasi sabi nga ni Paul dito, kung yung mga pagano nga, alam nilang mali ang sexual sin. Iniiwasan niya ng pagano. Tayo pa kayo mga Kristiyano? We should know how to deal with it. We should run away from it. Pastor, may needs ako eh. May pangangailangan ako. And that's a legitimate need. Amen? Amen. No, amen. So tahimik dito sa service ito. So tahimik ah. Amen. We all have, ano mga kapatid? Food and sex, as I've said, is one of the strongest appetite in our body. Amen? I say this, sex is pleasurable but necessity as well. Amen? Ibig sabihin, when we have sexual desires, it is a legitimate need. Oh, hallelujah. It is a legitimate need. Ang problema natin, sinusolusyonan natin yung illegit, uh, yung leg, uh, sorry, sinusolusyonan natin yung legitimate need using illegitimate source. Kaya hindi tayo masatisfy. Okay, let me prove that to you. Ang sabi ng Matthew 4, tenempt ng jablo si Jesus Christ. Ang unang temptation ni Satan kay Jesus, turn these stones into bread. Ibig sabihin, ang gusto ni Satan, i-convert ng Diyos yung bato na maging tinapay. Sounds like a valuable, or should I say, uh, valid temptation. Wala nang mawawala kung i-convert ng Panginoon yung bato na maging tinapay. Right. Pero ang background story nito, si Jesus ay nagwa-fasting 40 days. So obviously, kapag 40 days kang walang kinain, gutom ka. Alam ni Satan kung saan siya atakihin eh. Sa issue ng food. So asabi ni Satan, i-convert mo yung stone 
na maging bread. Okay, let me rephrase. I-convert mo yung stone na hindi nakakain para maging pagkain. Wala naman po siguro ditong kumakain ng bato. May sumisinghot siguro. Pero walang kumakain. Right? Hindi naman kay si Darna siguro. Ibig sabihin, dahil may hunger, dahil may need, legitimate ba na gutom? Yes. Pero hindi mo pwedeng kainin yung bato. Kasi kapag kinain mo yung bato, magkakaroon ka ng digestive problem. So sometimes ang ginagawa natin, may need ka ang kinakain mo bato. No. Doesn't work that way. So, minsan, kailangan mo nang, alimbawa, may need ka. Parang hindi ka na-appreciate ng asawa mo. Hindi ka nasasabihan na maganda ka. Hindi ka na-de-date ng asawa mo. Okay, asawa mo parang parang laging mas maganda pa yung kapitbahay kaysa sa'yo. Alam mo yun? Alam mo yun? May maganong thought, okay? So, so na, meron kang need of validation kasi dapat tayo nababalidate. Amen? Na-assure tayo maganda tayo. Na-assure ka na may na kaya mo, may talent ka, may gift ka. Right? We all need validation. Pero ang validation, hindi masasapat kung hahanapin mo sa Facebook. Right? Dahil kailangan mo ng validation, magpo-post-post ka ng kung ano-ano, ipopost mo sa Facebook mo para marami mag-like. Kasi pag mas maraming nag-like, mas validated ka. Pag 100 likes, maganda ako. Pag maraming comments, pumayat na ako. Nagahanap ka ng validation. Only to find out na kahit gaano karaming likes sa Facebook at kahit gaano raming followers sa Instagram, none of them will suffice. None of them will be enough. Kasi ang tanging validation talaga na kailangan mo, yung validation ng Diyos. Kahit libo-libo ang like mo sa Facebook, pero walang like si Lord, wala din yan. Isang like lang kay Lord. That will satisfy our need. Pero ang problema, kinakain natin yung bato pag gutom tayo. Kumukuha ka sa ibang source. Kaya nagugulat ka only to find out wala pala dito sa mundo na that can satisfy my need. Kahit pala anong gawin ko, wala talaga. So babalik ka pa rin sa Panginoon. Deception ng kaaway. Sasabihin sa'yo ng kaaway, nako, okay lang yan. Tsaka ka nalang magbago. May pagkakataon ka pa. Pag 55 ka na, doon ka na magseryoso sa Diyos. E 25 ka pa lang. Enjoy your life. Magparty-party ka. Magpakasasa ka sa gusto mo. Magpapakabatay, pakamatay ka dyan sa mga kung ano-ano, kasarapan na yan. Gawin mo yan. 25 ka pa lang eh. Bakit? May thinking tayo na, tsaka na ako magbabago. Listen to me. Hindi ipinangako ng Bible, hindi pinangako ng Diyos na buhay ka pa bukas. <laughs> so kahit 25 ka o 55 ka, walang pangako ang Bible na buhay pa tayo bukas. So kung hindi tayo sure kung buhay pa tayo bukas, kailan tayo magsiseryoso? Kailan tayo magbabago? Pag 26 na ako, pastor, eh hindi nga sure eh. Naranasan nyo na bang, kausap nyo lang ngayon, bukas patay na? Oh, walang kasiguraduhan eh. Hindi naman kasi pinangako ng Diyos na buhay ka hanggang 70 years old. Walang promise na ganun eh. Kahit balibalik ka rin mo ang Bible, walang ganun kapatid. Ang sabi ng Bible sa atin, walang assurance ang ating bukas. So kung walang kasiguraduhan ang bukas, kailan tayo magpapakatotoo sa Diyos? Kailan pa? Pag 56 na ako, pastor. Ay, sa totoo lang, kahit maputol ang, li- ang litid ko dito, kakasigaw. Hindi ka mababago ng mensahe, mga kapatid, kung hindi mo pipiliin na maging seryoso talaga sa Panginoon. It's your choice. Kahit na mag-series tayo ng isang taon dito, patungkol sa any forms of addiction, that is not a guarantee that we will be changed. You have to choose to be serious with God. Kung paanong pinipili mo yung dadamitin mo araw-araw, araw-araw ka rin namimili, nasusundin mo ang Panginoon. Araw-araw mo rin sinasabi sa sarili mo na ayaw ko nang malubog sa parehong temptasyon na ito. Gusto ko nang pagtagumpayan ang lahat ng temptasyon na ito. Ayaw ko nang magpatuloy sa kasalanan na ito. Lord, last na talaga to. Last na talaga, Lord. Tapos nagkasala ka na naman. Tapos magpe-pray ka, Lord, naalala mo yung sinabi ko nung last time. So, pakalimutan mo na yun, Lord. Eto na talaga yung totoo. Magsiseryoso na talaga ako, Lord, para sa ibibigay ko na ang buhay ko sa iyo. Si Lord naman, sige, I will give you another chance. Nagkasala ka na naman. Lord, naalala mo yung dalawang huling sinabi ko, Lord. Kalimutan mo na lahat ng yun, Lord. Nadala lang ako ng emosyon. Ito na talaga ang tunay na pagbabago na gagawin ko, Pastor. Bakit? Akala natin it will be solved that way. You have to choose it. 
At saka na ako magbabago pastor, yung pornography issue ko. Pag tini- wala na may epekto yan, wala naman ako asawa eh. Pag nagka-asawa ako, mabibitawan ko na yung pornography. Guess what? Guess what? Kahit mag-asawa ka, may issue ka pa rin ng pornography. Getting married and having a girl on your bed does not guarantee na kaya nating basta-basta nalang bitawan ng pornography. You have to choose. You have to be very intentional about it. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Eh, ayaw mag ng katabi mo, baka siya yun. Ikaw na lang mag-react para sa kanya. Ay, <laughs> masabi mo sa katabi mo, para sa atin yung topic ngayon. Amen? Getting married doesn't excuse us from the temptations of pornography. Ang daming married couple are struggling with pornography. Isa na guarantee. That's why we need Jesus. Eh, ito naman kasi talaga problema, kapatid. Eh, paano mga naman talaga ma-overcome ang temptation kung nakumbinsi ka na ni Satan na okay lang yan? ba? Paano nga naman talaga natin ma-overcome ang sin, ang sexual temptation, kung nakumbinsi sa akin ni Satan na okay lang yan? Uh, okay lang yan. Uh, actually, dadayain ka ni Satan na magbasa-basa ka lang ng Bible, makakahanap ka ng loophole dyan. Na magja-justify na talagang pwede. Ang Diyos maintindihin yan. Maiintindihan ka ng Panginoon kahit magkasala ka. Satan will deceive you of that thing. Alam mo, pinipreach ko nga, uh, nag, nag, meron kami preachers academy dito sa church. Nag, Nagre-raise up tayo ng future ministers and preachers. And sabi ko nga sa kanila one time, sa preachers academy na, lahat ng kasalanan, kaya mong hanapin sa Bible, at parang sinasabi ng Bible, pwede mong gawin. If you take it out of context. Any sin, you can justify it when you take the sin out of context. For example, mahilig ka uminom. Okay, mahilig ka maglasing. Makakahanap ka ba ng verse na parang pumapayag ang just na tayo maglasing? Meron. Ang sabi ni Paul one time kay Timothy, nung parang may ulcer si Timothy, uminom nang uminom ka ng wine, it's good for the stomach. O yan pala, pastor ha? Nabasa mo yon? Bible verse yan. Uminom ako ng uminom ng wine, maganda sa stomach ko. Why? It's taken out of context. When you take things out of context, it seems like ina-advocate ng Biblia. It's a manipulation. It is a deception. Ang trabaho ni Satan, i-manipulate, i-twist ang word of God na magmukhang tama yung mali at mali yung tama. And we have to be very, very careful. Kasi kahit si Eva, saan siya bumagsak, twinis ng jablo ang kanyang, ang kanyang salita. Ano ang sabi ng Panginoon? Kay Adan at Eva, you can eat any fruit from this tree. Any. Ano sabi ng maraming Bible scholars, there are about 10,000 kinds of trees in the Garden of Eden. 10,000. Not trees, kinds. Kinds of trees. God is generous. Pero ang sabi ng Panginoon, wag lang itong isa na to. There are out of thousands and thousands of trees, isa lang hindi pwede. Pero ang papalabas ni Satan, ba't kaya pinagdadamot? Siguro may hokus-pokus ang Diyos, no? Kasi, nung kinausap ni Satan si, si, si Eve, ang sabi ni Satan, talaga bang sinabi ng Diyos na huwag niyong kainin? Look at that. Did God really say? Now, Satan is questioning the integrity of the word. Kino-question niya kagad, eh. Talaga bang sinabi? Bakit? Itutwist ni Satan, eh. Yung mali, pinagbumukang tama. Dadayain tayo ni Satan into thinking mas masarap ang mabuhay sa kasalanan kesa mamuhay kasama ang Diyos. Papapaniwalain tayo ni Satan mga kapatid na, na tama kahit mali. Papapaniwalain tayo ni Satan na hindi, minimal lang ang consequence yan. Okay lang yan kahit, kahit ganyan. Papapaniwalain tayo ni Satan wow, okay lang yan. Sex is just physical. No. No. No, it's not. No, no, no. Huwag mo na ilaban. No, it's not. Sex is not just physical. Sasabihin ni Satan, sex is just physical? No. Let me prove that to you. For example, kung ikaw ay narape ng bata ka, I don't mean to uh, na-flashback, pero bakit yung mga narape ng bata pa sila, 30 years later may epekto pa rin sa kanila? Kung talagang sex is just physical. Eh, sa 30 years, sa ligo mo, nawala na dapat lahat yun. Kasi may katuwiran tayo, iligo mo lang yan, okay na. Because sex is just physical. No, my friend. Sex is not just physical. It's an emotional attachment. It's a soul attachment. Even spirit attachment. Pero ang, ang, ang perception ni Satan, okay lang yan. Sige, okay lang na magkaroon ka ng pagnanasa sa mga kasama mo si church. But we, we do realize the truth. The truth is this. Ang lust, L-U-S-T. Ang lust can destroy the relationship. Ang lust can distort the relationship. 
Bakit? Kapag naglalas at nagnanasa tayo sa isang tao, watch this, listen to me. Kapag nagnanasa tayo sa isang tao, dinidehumanize natin yung tao na maging object of passion. Nagiging object of passion na lang siya instead na maging tao. Amen? Bakit? Ang last kasi is making somebody as an instrument to feel and satisfy your longing and your need. Amen? Ang sasabihin sa ini Satan, okay lang tumingin. Hindi mo naman hawakan eh. Pag nahawakan mo na, okay lang hawakan yan. Hindi mo naman titikman eh. Pag natikman mo na, okay lang tikman. Hindi mo naman nguyayin eh. Lagi may progression. But most of the time tayo, tahimik na tahimik ang 3 p.m. service. Hallelujah. Pero minsan tayo, gina-justify natin. Okay lang yan, pastor. Naintindihan ng Panginoon. Amen? Okay lang tumingin. Tingin, tayo nga minsan, mga lalaki, nakaka-relate kayo sa akin. Yung sinundo mo na, hinatid mo pa. Look at me, look at me. Sinundo mo na, hinatid mo pa. Ang kasalanan, oh sorry, should I say, ang pagtingin, ang unang tingin, rather, hindi kasalanan. Ang pangalawang tingin, yun, kasalanan. Kasi pinili mo na siya eh. Ibig ba sa pastor, ina-appreciate ko lang naman yung beauty. Na, walang mali na ma-appreciate mo yung beauty. I say this all the time dito sa mga kasama natin sa church. You look good. You look beautiful today. You look handsome today. It's noticing the beauty. Noticing is not wrong. <laughs> noticing is not wrong. But when you meditate it, when you seek to possess it, now it's wrong. Now it became a sin. Bakit? Bakit? You are now lasting. And either, listen, either you receive the sin or resist the sin is your choice. My advice, resist it. Parang si Joseph, takbuhan natin. Kaya tuloy mga young people nowadays, hindi mga taga-kamanaba, malawak ang unawa ng mga taga-kamanaba. Nagpaprapisay na nga ako, ayaw nyo pa i-receive. <laughs> Kaya tuloy mga young people confused. Love ba itong nararamdaman ko o last? Kala mo in love ka, in last lang pala. Listen to me. Love is patient. Last is not. Amen? Sometimes sukuumpius tayo. In love ba ako, in last? Ngayon kasi sa generation natin, sa culture natin, okay lang ma-fall out of love ka. Kasi ang, ang cycle natin, fall in love, fall out of love. Fall in love, fall out of love. Lipat na naman sa iba. Fall in love, fall out of love. Lipat na naman sa iba. Fall in love, fall out of love. Lipat na naman sa isa. That's not the original design of the scripture. Ang design ng scripture, not to fall in love lang, but to stay in love. Amen? Pero lahat yan deception ng kaaway sa atin. Kaya nga sabi ng Matthew 5.27, look at this. This is interesting. Matthew 5.27. You have heard that it was said to those who are old, you shall not commit adultery para sa mga married. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Wow. Ako lang, ako lang ba nakabasa? Let's go back to the, again. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. How many among you believe, pag may asawa ka na, hindi ka na pwedeng sumakabilang bahay? Mali yun. Right? Sa Jewish culture, talagang pag adultery, adultery yun. Kasi hindi porke nakita mong lumabas sa isang bahay, pwede mo na sabihin, oh, nangangalo niya kayo. Hindi, hindi totoo yun. Kahit makita mo silang nasa iisang kama, hindi pa rin pwede. Kailangan mahuli mo sa akto. So parang sinasabi ni Jesus dito, alam nyo naman, di ba? na bawal ang, ang mag-commit ng adultery. Pero actually, ang sabi ni Jesus, sa totoo lang, tumingin ka pa lang sa isang babae na may pagnanasa, nagkukumit ka na ng adultery in your heart. You may not commit adultery in physical, but you are committing adultery in your heart. Kasi ang Jewish culture sa Middle East, bigyan ko yun ng context, ano? na stay rin kami ng few months sa Middle East, and ayun sa Middle East, meron silang suot na nakaabaya kung tawagin nila. Cover na cover sila eh. Pero alam niyo kung bakit ang mga babae cover na cover? Kasi kapag na-rape ang babae, kasalanan ng babae. Ibig sabihin, prenobok mo kasi ko eh. Yung suot mo kasi, parang, parang ini-invite mo ako eh. Kaya, kaya ka na-rape, kasalanan mo yan. So, nung, so every time na may marirape, kasalanan pa nung na-rape. Weird, isn't it? Nakakatawa, pero yun yung culture nila eh. Kaya nung sinabi ito ni Jesus, nagulat sila eh. 
Kasi ang sinasabi ni Jesus, kahit nga tumingin ka lang ng may pagnanasa, ibig sabihin, binibigay, nililipat ng Lord yung responsibilidad. Kung meron mang rape na mangyari, yung nagnasa may kasalanan, hindi yung pinagnasaan. So nilagay ni Jesus into a next level. Ibig sabihin, if you don't want to commit it, ayaw mong gawin yung adultery, pero dinisar ng puso mo na i-commit, guilty ka na rin. Wow. Hirap naman pala ng mga ganyan, pastor. Tingnan mo ang katabi mo. O, ba? Para sa kanya to. Eh, anong gagawin natin ngayon dyan, pastor? Eh, talagang wala. Eh, dumaan eh. Anong gagawin natin? Eh, kaya ang sabi ni Jesus, next verse. Ang sabi ni Jesus, so, kung yung kanang kamay mo ay nagiging dahilan ng pagkakasala, dukutin mo. Eh, kung ginagawa natin to talaga sa church, marami ng bulag. Kasi every time magnanasa tayo, dudukutin natin mata natin. Baka kulang pa yung mata natin. Nasabi ni Lord, oh, alam nyo naman, responsibilidad dyan, nung mismong nagnasa. Kaya kung yung mata mo nagnanasa, dukutin mo na lang, itapon mo. Kasi ang sabi ng last, next part, for it is more profitable for you than one of your members perish than that your whole body to be cast into hell. Simplify ko. Ang sinasabi ni Lord, eh mas okay naman, di bali nang dukutin mo, mas okay naman na pumunta ka ng langit na bulag kesa hindi ka makapunta sa langit ng buong katawan. Logical naman. Pero ang sinasabi ni Jesus dito, iba yung intention ng kanyang puso eh. Ang sinasabi niya ganito, ang adultery hindi physical lang. Ang adultery is, is the issue of the heart. Lust is a sin of the heart. Lust is the mother of adultery. Lahat ng adultery nagsimula sa pagnanasa, passionate desire, may lust, may pagnanasa sa isang tao. Kaya nga si Job, sabi niya sa Job 31, I have made a covenant in my eyes, sabi ni Job, that I will never look to a young woman lustfully. What a covenant. What a covenant. Because, sabi rito, when we do that, we are committing adultery. How I wish I could say sa mga may asawa po rito, how I wish sa mga mag-aasawa na lang din para sa inyo, how I wish I could say, okay lang yan. But of course not. Listen, dinidiman ho ng Biblia, makinig, na maging faithful ka sa iyong asawa. Nire-require ng Biblia na maging tapat tayo sa ating mga asawa. Ulitin ko, lalalalala. Itong Bible na to, nire-require tayo, lahat na may asawa, na maging faithful tayo sa ating asawa. And every married couple will say, Amen. Amen. Maging tapat tayo. Kasi ang pinasok nating kasal, covenant, hindi kontrata. Pag nagkakasal ako, lagi ko ito sinasabi. Ang kontrata, halimbawa, kami ni Rona, nag, nagkaroon ng kontrata, kahit evaluate, pag binayulate niya yung kontrata, sira na yung kontrata. Pero sa covenant, kahit sirain nung isa, hindi, hindi sira ang covenant. Buo pa rin siya. Amen? So ang marriage, ganun din. Hindi porke sinira ng isa, sira na yung covenant. Meron pa rin covenant. And God demands us to be faithful to our wife. Hindi niyo siguro nararanasan. Mahirap pong, it, mahirap pong i-resist ang temptation. Lalo na kapag gwapo ka, katulad ko. Tumo na, gising kayo bigla. Pagka, depende rin sa mukha minsan yan eh. Biro lang. Misa kasi sabihin nila, Pastor, kami ng asawa ko, 30 years na kaming kasal, never ako tumingin sa ibang babae. Wow, good for you. By God's grace, good for you. Pero posible din na kaya hindi ka nangalun niya kasi walang may gusto sa'yo. Diba? Or wala kang pera. Pero pag samahin mo yung good looks, Tsaka yung pera, aba. Napakahi- uh, tingnan nyo yung katami nyo, di ba? Hirap, no? Oh, o hindi siya makareact, baka hindi pararalasan. I mean, we cannot say that. Because kaya natin na pagtatagumpayan at nagiging matindi ang pagsasama ng mag-asawa, grace ng Diyos yan. Diyos ang nagtali sa atin, kaya hanggang ngayon tayo pa din. Meron tayong heavenly covenant na sinabi natin na kahit na hindi siya marunong magugas ng paa niya, na kahit hindi siya marunong maglaban ng sarili niyang brief, na kahit na paupo-upo lang siya dyan sa kama, meron tayong covenant that I will love you for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, until death do us part. We made a covenant. We made a commitment so I will be faithful to my wife and the wife must be faithful to their husband. Because that's what the Bible is telling us. 
So kung may mga temptation man na ginagawa si Satan para sirain ang inyong pamilya, resist it. Look at this verse, ha? Sa 1 Corinthians, look at this. Flee from sexual immorality. Alam niyo ibig sabihin ng flee? Flee? Takbuhan. Ang tanging kasalanan na sinabi lang ng Diyos sa takbuhan, immorality. Kasi alam ng Diyos, hindi mo kayang i-handle yan. Sinabi ko nga kay Jenny, you can, you can trust me with everything, pero wag pagdating sa flesh. Kaya bantay sarado ko eh. Mahirap na. Di ba? Hindi naman ako pangit, di ba? Pag nagkaganyan yung pastor nyo, naglalambing lang yan. So kahit hindi totoo, amen lang kayo. Wala, wala na. Late na. Oh, there you go. As I say, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he commits sexual immor- immorality sin against his own body. Takbuhan natin eh. Huwag mo sabihin, sige, kaya ko yan. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. No, no, no. Takbuhan mo talaga. Ang sabi ng 2 Timothy, flee youthful lust. Takbuhan talaga natin. Kasi kahit gano'n tayo kalakas si Samson, sobrang lakas physically, but weak. Pagdating sa kanyang lust. Ano kasi, dadayain tayo ni Satan into thinking kung ano yung pinapaiwasan ng Diyos, pwede mong gawin. Sasabihin sa ini Satan ng ganyan. Ah, may pinagdadamot sa'yo. Pero before I end, I want to tell you this. God is calling our church into purity. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God wants you to be pure and remain pure. Pastor, anong gagawin ko? Nakapag-commit na ako ng adultery. Addicted na ako to pornography. I am currently doing fornication. Sex outside marriage. I have a addiction to masturbation. I have a lot of issues with my sexuality. What can I do? Thank God. Thankfully, God has a solution. Do you want to overcome it? Ano sabi ng 1 Corinthians 10? If you think you are standing strong, look at this, be careful not to fall. Kaya nga tawag natin fall into temptation. Listen, lahat ng falling, aksidente. Pag nahulog ka, uy, sinadya ng Diyos yan. No, it's an accident. Kaya nga fall. You fall. Pag nalaglag ka sa hagdan, uy, destiny. It's an accident. As I dito, if you think you're standing, be careful not to fall. Verse 13, the temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. Yung experience mo ng temptation sa, sa laman, lahat, yung ibang tao pinagdadaanan din yan. Hindi ka nag-iisa. At sabi dito, but God is faithful. He will not allow any temptation or problem to be more than you can stand. Look at this. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out. See that? So that you can endure. Salamat sa Panginoon. Kasi kung meron mang temptation, meron ding way out. May paraan tayo para mapagtagumpayan ang lahat ng ito. May pagpanahon tayo mga kapatid para mapagtagumpayan ang lahat ng ito. Kapatid, hindi guilt ang solusyon. Yung igigilty mo na igigilty ang sarili mo, that's not the solution. Tatandaan nyo ito mga kapatid. Guilt is from the enemy. Conviction is from the Holy Spirit. Big difference. Ang conviction will lead to re- you to repent. Ang guilt will lead you to beat yourself up. But let the Holy Spirit convict you. Kung nafe-feel mong guilty ka, no. Because guilt will, will, will just allow you to stay in sin. What we need is conviction from the Holy Spirit so that it will lead us into repentance. Victory. Double kill. No. Victory over sexual sin is not a five-minute remedy. I wish I could say five minutes lang, kaya mong pagtagumpayan lang yan. No. But if you want to win, you have to be dedicated. You have to be very intentional about it. Ang ginagawa ng iba, kinocover up natin. Tutulong nala ako sa mahirap. I cannot eh. But good works cannot clear your conscience. There's still a battle in it. Practical tip. If you want to overcome sexual sin, sexual temptations, 
Pakinig. Paligiran mo yung sarili mo ng mga tao na hindi ka kukonsintihin. Gusto nyo magtagumpay? Paligiran nyo yung sarili nyo ng mga tao na hindi ka pagtatakpan. Gusto nyo magtagumpay? Paligiran nyo yung sarili nyo ng mga tao na hindi puro green jokes ang pinag-uusapan. Instead, paligiran mo ang sarili mo ng mga taong nagmamahal sa'yo na hindi nila hahayaang sayangin mo lang ang gift at calling mo dahil sa mga kasalanan ito. Let us surround ourselves with people who loves us so much. Kung kinakailangan mag-unfriend ka ng mga tao just to make yourself pure. Kung kinakailangan i-block mo yung mga ka-textmate na yan na nagli-lead sa atin into sin of pornography. Do it. Huwag niyo sayangin yung 30 years of hard work para lang sa 30 minutes na kaligayahan. It's not worth it. The best way to overcome sexual temptation is to avoid. Flee. Tumakbo. Remind yourself, I'm not a slave of any sin. And I believe that. Believe that you can be free. Maniwala kang kaya kang palayain ng Panginoon that you don't have to repeat it and God is giving you a way out so that we can endure all these testings. Thank God for our Lord Jesus Christ. Sa mga bagay na hindi natin kaya, sa pamamagitan ng lakas na ipinagkalob sa akin ng ating Panginoon, I can do it. I can do it. Not because of my own good works, not because of my own strength, but because of the power of God. You cannot solve this issue by your willpower. You can only solve this issue by God's power. We need the power of God in our lives for us to overcome sexual temptations in our life. Do you believe that, church? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, believe that you can be free. You can be free. God will set you free. I believe God wants to set you free. Can we stand? Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.